Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Anime Summit Newscast. It's Sam the Bomb of the Anime Summit Podcast. And I'm here to bring you the news. Okay. I got a lot of stuff. Well, okay. Like, it looks like a lot of stuff on my thing. But, like, I got a lot of stuff, and then I got, like, two semi-big things at the end, and then I got, like, a little opinion thing. And it's kind of a funny opinion piece. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta tell you, I thought it was pretty funny. I don't know. When you hear it, it might not be so funny if you can relate. But anyway, I got some anime hype stuff, some other hype stuff, and then we'll get into it, okay? So anyway, I gotta give a shout out to, uh, Zayla on our Discord for posting these because I did not find them until he posted them in our Discord. So shout out to Zayla. Uh, this is some anime that are coming up anime that uh, we can get hype about. Uh, one is called Fairy Gone by PA Works. Story takes place in a world where fairies possess and dwell in animals, giving them mysterious abilities by removing the organs of possessed animal and transplanting them into humans. Fairies can be summoned as an alter ego and can be used as a weapon, and they become fairy soldiers. And there was like a war, and the protagonist Mariah is new, a new recruit of the Dorothea or Dorothea organization, which investigates and suppresses fairy-related crimes. Uh, it looks like some like. It's like some out-of-this-world fantasy shit. I don't know. It looks really cool. Uh, Tajina Senpai by Leiden Films. Uh, the main character uh, finds out that his school requires him to join a club. And he stumbles upon Tajina Senpai attempting magic tricks in a club room. And, uh, yeah, it's like magicians and shit. Like, you know, doing illusions and magic. Like that. Stuff like that. But Tajina Senpai is like, got stage fright. So she, like can't perform even though that's what magicians do is they perform on stage uh i think it's like a slice of life i don't know it looks really cute though the characters look really cute here's another isekai high school prodigies have it easier in another world by studio project nine seven high school students get caught in the middle of an airplane accident and they wake up in the middle of an age-like fantasy different world where magic and beast man or jujin exist uh but they don't panic apparently in their current situation they just end up uh, being really smart and awesome and really powerful magicians, and then they kill everyone. It's awesome. I don't know. I don't know what that's going to be. You know, isekais are like, whatever. I'm getting tired of the whole waking up in a fantasy world or another world thing. I don't know. It seems lame. Anyway, that's just my personal opinion, okay? So get out of here. Gods and Heroes anime is coming to Netflix. Uh, I don't really know. I didn't really read too much on what it's about. But um, it, it's going to be an original series based on Greek mythology and uh, follows a young man who learns that he is the illegitimate son of Zeus. It kind of seems like Clash of the Titans, doesn't it? Doesn't it seem like Clash of the Titans? That's probably what it is. Um, and then this thing, Ancient Magus Bride Special, is going to return with a short web anime. Um uh, the fans who desire to experience more with Ancient Magus Bride in animated form are in for a treat because Wit Studio and the main cast of the TV series teamed up for a short web anime released in conjunction with the Japanese publication. Uh, I don't really know if this is going to lead into like a second season, but it's called Ancient Magus's Bride Academy Edition, where it focuses on Chisei's experiences as a student studying magic in a university setting uh, because, you know, she was going to study magic and all that noise um 
let's uh oh wait here's some more i got more i got more um there's this one anime coming out called to the abandoned sacred beasts they just released a key visual um or two of them of the two main characters um the art style kind of reminds me of like it kind of reminds me of blue gender if you've ever seen the anime blue gender but during a protracted civil war that pitted the north against the south the outnumbered northerners used dark magic to create monstrous super soldiers called incarnates now that the war has ended, those sacred beasts must learn to make their way in a peaceful society or face death at the hands of a beast hunter. Nancy Shaw Bancroft, the daughter of an incarnate, turns to hunting the hunter herself. But once she catches up with her quarry, she discovers hard truths about the lives of these sacred beasts. That kind of seems cool. I don't know. It looks cool. Like, it looks pretty hype. Um, no Guns Life manga listed with TV anime by Madhouse. Uh, I don't know what this is about. It's just about a guy who's got no memory of his previous life. And when he wakes up, his head is replaced with like a giant revolver, like, and like a mask helmet. And it's like a big gun thing. looks badass though. No guns life is what it's called. Super hype for that. That looks super cool. Um, Hayao Miyazaki is directing a new film called Kimitachi wa do Ikuri ka, How Do You Live? But there's no deadline. He's got no deadline, and he's just kind of just, like, doing it. I don't know. They didn't really talk much about it. They're just as, like, he kind of was just like, hey, I'm doing this, by the way. And it was like, oh, okay. Cool. Sounds cool. But um, here's some other news now, getting into the regular news. Jump Force has released a 2019 update schedule from April to August uh, an update coming every uh, month, April, May, June, July, and August. Uh, April is going to be a free update. May, there's going to be paid DLC um, with three characters and some other free updates. That first character was already announced, and that's Seto Kaiba. So for those of you who were like, oh, they just have Yugi. Why don't they have Kaiba or Joey or, or Kaiba and all these other big characters? Seto Kaiba. So that's going to be hype. You could probably summon uh, Obelisk, the Tormentor, as like his ultimate or whatever. And then two other playable characters. Then June and July are free updates. August was paid DLC with another three playable characters. And I don't know who those are yet. Uh, they also announced, and it was a leak, I think. I don't know if they, they didn't announce it. It was a leak. But they announced that the Goku from Dragon Ball GT is one of the new characters for Dragon Ball Fighters. So that's super hype. I hope he... I don't know if you're going to get to play him in, like, Super Saiyan, like, 4 mode, or you play him in, like, the regular mode with, like, his blue outfit, and then he turns into Super Saiyan 4, but either way, that's super dope. Um, here we go. Now let's get into some more and more and more news. Uh, the Gameworks at Mall of America has now opened their eSports bar section. It is covered in PC gaming PCs, you know, all over where you sit down and play some esports games with the homies. I don't know like how it works. I haven't gone there myself. Um I but I can. I totally can do that uh and check it out. But I thought that was kind of cool. So anyway, esports bar. Esports is becoming big, yo. Esports are they've been, been becoming big for like the past 5 years. Anyway, uh some more video game hype. New Zoids game for the Nintendo Switch. It looks super hype as fuck. It looks kind of like a like a 3D brawler, like a 3D fighter, like uh, Jump Force does. And you can, like, customize your... Kind of like, um... What was that one Gundam... That Gundam game that just came out? The one where it was, like, you build the plastic models and you go in and you fight. 
It looks like that. It kind of looks like um, uh, Virtual On, kind of, except with Zoids, and you can customize your Zoids and stuff. Like Armored Core, you know? Um, so that's coming out for the Nintendo Switch. Super dope. So if you've got a Switch. I don't know if it's coming to America, though. I just saw the video, and it was all in Japanese. But um, they just released, and I didn't talk about this last week. Last week, they released a new trailer for Power Rangers Battle for the Grid. And then, like, I didn't talk about it. I forgot to talk about it. I was pissed. I was like, shoot, I didn't talk about this on the last newscast. But then, after that, they came out with a new, like, gameplay trailer. And, like, I don't know if you remember, but, like, maybe, like, a month or two ago on my newscast, I talked about this. I talked about Power Rangers Battle for the Grid. And it's like, oh, it's just another fighting game. And it kind of looks like it's being done by whoever. And it's not going to, it's going to be, like, the mobile fighting game that was really terrible. Um, no, like it actually looks like Marvel versus Capcom 2, Dragon Ball Fighters, Skullgirls formula a little bit. You pick three characters and the combos are ridiculous. You can chain into your supers, you can chain into like your, your Zord ultimate or whatever. And, um, and it's not just like, it's not just like really popular Power Rangers characters either. It's like all kinds, like from the comic and like, like this got Lord Dracon from like the latest arc and uh the Black Ranger, a bunch of different characters, you know, the the main Red Ranger, obviously. There's some from Samurai uh Gose Ranger, I think it's called. Um yeah, dude, it's, it looks awesome. You should look it up. Power Rangers Battle for the Grid. Look up the gameplay trailer. Um, okay, here we go. Here we go. More news, more news, more news. James Gunn rehired to do Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. Damn right. Because they originally fired him because of some whatever tasteless joke he made a long time ago. Which is like, yeah, like, you probably should be called out for that. But not like, you know, you shouldn't, like, I mean, fired for that. I don't know. Like, he even came out, I think, afterwards and said, like, yeah, that was pretty stupid. And, you know, I was in college. And I think, like, there was more about it. But, like, I don't know. Anyways, they rehired him. And that's good. So, that's good because he he like makes those movies really good. The Guardians of the Galaxy movies are really good. Um, art exhibit opening for Junji Ito called The Grotesque World. You can go in and he's going to have a bunch of war- artworks for Tomi or Tomie and um, other stuff there. Just like art pieces, not necessarily like any like stuff straight from his comics or anything. But I think there's a few comic pieces that will be in there, but... These are mostly just, like, paintings, watercolor paintings. A lot of them are Tomy, And then he's going to have some new pieces there, new other stories and stuff as well. Uh, very freaky. If you've never read that manga, it's super, super nasty, super gross. Um, we did it for Manga Book Club during Halloween, and it was... Ugh. Anyway, uh, Toei is going to upload all 39 eps of Metalder on their YouTube channel for everyone to watch. Metalder is great. It is a tokusatsu... Uh, superhero, Super Sentai show. He's like Kamen Rider and uh, uh, Ultraman, things like that. I don't know if he turns into a big guy. I don't know. I haven't watched it in a long time. It debuted in 1987. They're going to upload all 39 apps to their YouTube channel. You can just go on there and watch it. It's going to be sick. So if you haven't seen that, it's free. You can just go watch it. Um, Uniqlo teams up with Capcom again for a new set of graphic tees. Uh, Uniqlo is a, uh, t-shirt company, fashion company, and they make really awesome 
graphic t-shirts a lot of they do a lot of nerdy stuff and this is the second time they've done stuff with street fighter um a lot of it is a lot of street fighter 5 stuff street fighter 2 stuff it looks super cool it's going to be available at the capcom cup in 2019 um in december and uh it's also going to be available for ordering stuff uh, i think middle of april i think april 14th or 15th um Dude, it looks really cool. There's one of Guile, and it says Street Fighter Two Portrait, and under it says Go Home and Be a Family Man. Why don't you go home and be a family man? Next time you get in a fight with somebody, like an argument with somebody, just tell them that. Just be like, you know what? Why don't you go home and be a family man? When I was a kid, I legit thought he was saying, go home and be a family man. Like there was a comma there, even though there wasn't a comma there. I thought that he was saying... You should go home and be a family, dude, bro. Like, that's a diss, right? Go be a family real quick. Smokey, go be a family. There, I just told Smokey, and he's he's mad now. Anyway, here's the two semi-big pieces, and then I got my little funny opinion piece at the end. So here we go. Netflix, uh, actually, we'll do this Netflix one after. Public backlash forces Japan to shelve bill on illegal downloads. You know, that bill was never going to work in the first place. <laughs> like, um, th- it was this bill where they were going to crack down on illegal downloads of copyrighted content. Um, but various organizations, I- including some of the, the companies, you know, with stuff to lose to piracy, were outspoken about it. And they were like, you know what? That's it's a little bit over overreach. You know, you might be damaging us in the long run and you might be harping down on a lot of things that are supposed to be free in the long run you know um so they decided to shelve the bill the agency of cultural affairs uh is going to rework the bill uh, apparently i don't know what that means but for now it's been shelved so i mean that that's a pretty interesting read i think nick talked about it on a podcast one time when when we were still doing the news on uh the regular podcast but like yeah, no, it it was it was crazy, um, but the damage from J- from piracy in Japan's publishing industry has been estimated around four hundred billion yen, which is about three point six billion dollars, um, and income for creators and publishers alike continues to dwindle. So I mean that's pretty scary. But I mean, like I get it, but like the bill itself, like if you read it or read the details about it, it was like it would have restricted so many things and that's just always kind of a, a scary precedent in some in some aspects um here's the other semi big piece this came out march 11th so this came out monday right monday um netflix grows anime programming through partnerships with leading japanese production companies um if you go to the netflix media center so it's on their website this is where um you, you know, they release media statements and news and blogs and stuff about their product, and you can go and read that stuff. Um, they have partnered with Anima Sublimation and David Production on top of Netflix's earlier deals with Production IG and Bones, um, which was in 2018. So now they're talking about jointly creating original anime for the service. They're going to do an original anime for their original series, Altered Carbon. It's going to be called Altered Carbon Resleeved, which you've heard Quokka talk about on our podcast millions of times. Um, And then they're also going to do um, Ghost in the Shell Standalone Complex 2045 
Dragon's Dogma. I think that Ghost in the Shell standalone is supposed to be a sequel to like the original standalone complex. Um, Spriggan, which like the only anime I know of of Spriggan is there's that movie, um, which is about uh, superhumans called Spriggans. They're superhuman soldiers, and it focuses on the Japanese one named Amanayu. Uh, it's a cool movie. It's it's pretty badass. They're also going to do an anime adaptation of Super Crooks, if you've ever read that comic. It's by Mark Millar, who takes pl- place in the Millar universe. Uh, it's a pretty good comic. I never finished reading it, but they're making an anime out of that. I, don't, I, th- I think Production IG is going to handle that one. Um, but it was uh, done by written by Mark, L- Mark Millar and drawn by uh, Lionel Yu, or Lionel Francis Yu, if you've ever seen his artwork. Pretty good. And another anime called Vampire in the Garden, which I have no idea what that's about. But um, if you go to that page, the Netflix Media Center, you can see personal statements from each CEO or representative director from every company. So Anima Inc., Sublimation Inc., David Production, Production IG, and uh, Bones. So there you go. So here's <laughs> here's my... Uh, my little opinion piece. I just want to know. And it's not so much an opinion piece on my part as so much as I want to know y'all's opinion on it. Because it's pretty funny. This article came out this past weekend. Or, yeah, not, or this last weekend. And I just was like, I read it and it was so fucking funny. I know if it were me, it probably wouldn't be that funny. But, like, um, I can kind of relate. Probably not on this level, but I can kind of relate. So, anyway. Owner demands $35,000 in compensation. After anime collectibles destroyed by their nine-year-old nephew. <laughs> Oops. So, like, um, <laughs> so, I, apparently, what happened was there was this guy, and, uh, they were, he, they, they were having a, a funeral for their grandmother, and this guy's house was the closest to where they were having the funeral. So he had family staying over at his house, which he had never had family there before. And uh, including his cousin. And his cousin has, you know, kids, little kids, obviously. And uh, it was this little, I think he was like this little, I don't say the kid's age. I assume he was probably something like five to eight years old or something like that. But he there's a before picture and then there's like an after picture of all the damage um but there's literally this room whatever room this is i don't know if it's his office or whatever it is is riddled with glass shelves with pvc anime figures solid and not solid you know what i mean so like there's posable ones and not posable ones and then he's got like another room this one must be his office or whatever, but they're riddled with Gundam figures, Gundam models, boxes upon boxes stacked upon boxes of Gundam models. High, most of them high grade and master grade. You can see in the pictures, and the kid played with them, you know, because they're just fucking cool robots just sitting there on the shelves. So he played with them, and um, you know. The you know he's a kid so like he just he takes them off the shelves and is doing whatever whatever with them and then he puts them back down not standing them back up properly or whatever. Um, the total loss and damage estimated to be about three point fourteen million yen, which is about twenty eight thousand U S dollars, 
And then um, after looking at the price of some of the rare pieces on Amazon, he asked for an extra four million yen, or, or not an extra four million, but he asked for an extra like one point some million yen to be a total of four million, so a total of thirty five thousand dollars. So he asked for an extra, basically seven thousand and a half dollars, uh, or yeah, seventy five hundred dollars. An extra seventy five hundred, so it totaled out to be thirty five thousand dollars in damages. I so like my opinion is this right. On one hand, it's kind of like when I was a kid, and ever we went to someone else's house, or you know, my mom was friends with a lot of antique collectors when we were younger, and a lot of people who had antique stores. You know, when you go into a store, obviously you're told right before you even walk in the door or get out of the car, don't touch anything, you know, like I remember going to Antiques Minnesota or going to a place called Miss Harriet's Furniture when I was a kid and my mom always said that she said, Don't touch anything. Don't touch anything on the shelves. If you want to see something, I'll get it for you and I'll put it back for you. But don't touch anything. Because stuff in here is expensive. You know? And whenever I went to my cousin Mario for those of you who remember my cousin Mario, he was a guest on our podcast. My cousin Mario, like, whenever we went over to his place he, you know, he had his room riddled with, you know, Gundam models and other m- rare figures that he got from Japan and or that his friends ordered from Japan for him for, you know, gifts and stuff. You know, back in the day, it was harder to get that stuff, you know, on the Internet. Um, nowadays, we can go on eBay or Amazon or AmiAmi and just like order whatever from Japan. But, like, we were always told, whether it was by Mario or my mom, whenever we went to go, whenever Mario babysat us at his house or whatever, don't touch my stuff. Don't touch his stuff. Don't touch the stuff. on the, If it's on a shelf standing up, don't touch it, like, unless he lets you or unless he says you can or whatever, you know. And we, we didn't. We did not. Because, obviously, like, we weren't trying to get yelled at by my mom. Okay, number one. Number two, we weren't trying to get yelled at by my cousin. My cousin Mario was cool. He let us play PS1 and stuff. Like, you know, we weren't trying to get in trouble with him. So we didn't touch nothing, you know? So, like, if it were me, you know, and we walked into my cousin's house and their whole house or a couple of their rooms were riddled with these figures like this guy had. Like, if you see the pictures, like, holy crap, just from the floor up, you know, just figures everywhere. Um... My first thing, the first thing I would say was don't go into those rooms. Do not touch anything. Like, you were in someone else's house. Do not touch nothing, number one. Number two, if I were the person who was, like, whose house it was and they were my collectibles, I wouldn't let them stay at my house. I would have been like, nah. Like, there's been been times often where Trisha was like, you know, can can my nephew stay or can can John stay? You know, her sister's kids, and I'll be like, yeah, you know, whatever, you know. And Trisha always asks me like, oh, John found your little tub of Ninja Turtles. Can you play with them? It's like, yeah, they're just in there in the tub. He can play with them, whatever. You know, those are just my Ninja Turtles that I've already played with. You know, they have scratches. They're old. You know what I mean? Like he can play with them. I don't care. But like I have expensive stuff on shelves too. You know what I mean? And I know John, her nephew John can't reach him so I don't really care but like 
they know. Like I tell them, hey, don't touch nothing. You know, and their their mom tells them, their mom and Trisha tells them, don't touch this stuff because that some stuff is expensive. Don't touch it. Don't don't touch this stuff. Don't touch nothing. You know what I mean? So it's just kind of like if it were me, I wouldn't let him stay at my house or I would have just not allowed the kid in those rooms. Now, whether or not those rooms are were one of the bedrooms where they were staying in, I don't know. You know, maybe I would have taken some of the kind of precaution. I don't know. It's just like a weird situation. I can relate because I have a lot of expensive stuff in my house, collectibles and not, you know. I have a lot of very expensive Super Nintendo games. I have a pretty huge retro video game collection. Not as huge as, like, some of the stuff you see on the internet, but decently huge enough where it's expensive, and I know it's expensive. And, you know, it's just kind of a weird situation. Um, But, like, no, like I said, like, they know. You know, Trisha and Trisha's sisters tell their kids, like, don't touch this stuff. Don't touch nothing. You know, ask Uncle Sam first, because that's what they call me. They call me Uncle Sam, even though... I'm their auntie, but you know, like whatever, you know? So like, it just seems like a weird, a weird thing. And then asking for compensation, which by the way, the, his cousin complied with because his cousin was like, wow, I know how expensive these are. And I know how expensive your hobby is. Let me pay for all these. And he did, he did pay for them because his cousin knew, you know what I mean? Um, Trisha's sisters, when they come here with their kids, they know. They know how expensive my stuff is, you know? So it was just kind of like, I don't know. I Did did he not tell his kid, like, don't play with the stuff? Don't touch anything? Did they? What happened? You know, you don't know. It's like I said, it's a weird situation because I, like, I feel like my personal experience has always been, you know, we've always just told any little kid that came into my house, we always just told them, hey, you know, don't touch this stuff, don't touch this stuff. You can play with this or you can watch a movie or you can play the the Wii or whatever. You know, just random stuff like that. It's like you just you just tell them right away. If you tell them right away, my parents told me right away whenever I went to Mario's or a store or whatever, don't touch nothing. Don't touch anything. Keep your hands to yourself. If you want to see something, I'll get it for you and I'll put it back. You know what I mean? Like that just seems like a common thing. And it just like, like I said, it's Japan. You know, maybe it's different over there. Maybe he felt bad telling his kid that or i don't know but like they they weren't just figures though you know what i mean they weren't action like i have gundam action figures okay i also have gundam models you know perfect grade master grade and high grade i have 160 scales i have 144 scales the models are the scary parts because those break those come apart you know what i mean so it's like and those are more expensive so it's like oh man i don't know it's really funny it's kind of funny it's kind of just a funny situation. Let me know what you think. Let me know what you think in, in Discord or whatever when you hear this. I don't know. I think it's kind of funny. I think for me personally, whenever I know a child is coming to my house, you know, I just tell them or Trisha tells them or their parents tell them, hey, don't touch nothing, you know, or either that the child that's coming into my house is playing on some phone or tablet anyway. But like, or I just, you know, I pop in a movie for them or they play the Wii or I, you know. Or Trisha plays the Wii with them or whatever. So it's just kind of like, I guess I can't relate. You know what I mean? So anyway, let me know what you think. Let me know what you would do, what you would said, or what you think this guy said. Do you think that, that that was a lot of money? I mean, obviously, I think it's a lot of money. He's got pictures of, like, all the pieces broken in, like, a shoebox. It's kind of hilarious. Anyway, let me know. 
I've been Son. This has been the Anime Summit Newscast. Thanks for coming and listening to me every week. Talk about news, talking about opinions, talking about bitching, and all that stuff. If you go to links.animesummit.net, you can find all our links right there. Go on Amazon, purchase a shirt. If you purchase a shirt and take a selfie with it and send it to me, I'll send you a gift. I have a lot of anime stuff here. I got posters. Trisha just uh, found the rest of the posters that I had downstairs, and she's going to roll those up for me. It's going to be great. So please, I will send you something. Please buy a shirt. I'll send you something. Anyway, that's been the Anime Summit Newscast. I've been your host, Sam, and I will. I did that in, outro super wrong. I didn't do that how I normally did it, probably because I'm about to go eat sushi, and I'm really hungry and fat right now. And the last time I had sushi, I ate weight.